In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. My name is Tony Grubmeyer. I'm going to be your Sherpa up and down Success Mountain today. We're connecting with a leadership advisory to visionary founders, billionaire CEOs, and celebrities. She's helped her clients achieve multi-billion dollar exits, write patents in 24 hours and more. You're just in for a real treat. Pen and paper, definitely something. If you're along for the journey today, you definitely want to take some notes. She's the author of the new book, Bending Reality, designed to help readers tap into their hidden potential so they can make the impossible probable by accessing extraordinary abilities they didn't even know they had. Please welcome to the show our special guest today, Victoria Song. Hi, pleasure to be here. Thanks I'm excited. So nice to meet you. A mutual friend, Esther Kiss, got us connected. First and foremost, the question every guest, all walks of life get, what is your definition of success? Mm. Uh, I think my definition of success is surprising myself with things that I didn't know that I could do. Kind of like what I just read a little bit, right? Yeah, exactly. I love it. I think that's, that's amazing because most people... They need to be led. They need something to follow because, you know, like I grew up in the Bay Area in, in, in California and up at Knob Hill, which is the top of San Francisco, you could go in any direction. And oftentimes when I would get lost, I would remember that I know where I'm at. I just need to stop for a moment and think about what steps have I taken to get where I'm at? And am I really lost? And then what I would do is hold the palm of my hand up and put myself, the middle of Knob Hill is at the middle of my hand. I need to get back there. What are some things that you do to help yourself when you feel like you're lost, get back to where you know you need to be? Hmm. So I often tell my clients, and I do the same, which is I believe we only get guidance when we can slow down and find that quietude to listen and receive. And I'm sure you're aware that we have a monkey mind, you know, we're always busy, distracted. There's tons of reasons why slowing down is really hard, especially in today's world. And um, finding that space for quiet, you know, is very difficult as well. And so I have practices for one called empty presence. I actually did it right before hopping on the call with you where I sit for 20 minutes completely still staring actually into my left eye across from a mirror. And it's really interesting because all your coordinates kind of melt away and it almost looks like you're looking at one of those magic eye paintings. Do you know that? And everything kind of dissolves. That's how I access um, my empty presence in that state to receive guidance. I love it. And anybody watching the video today, what a great backdrop too. I love, I just love the orchids. I love just your setup. So it's always great to just see Every guest, you know, from all walks of life I've interviewed. And one of the things is I love how they prepare because, you know, I spent a lot of my time 
taking a piece of paper and just reading because that's what I got paid to do when I was in radio. <laughs> I have a great question for you to kickstart our show as we get up uh, Success Mountain today. Where'd you find the genius and the idea to fall into like where you're at in your zone of like your sphere of influence, what you do for a living? How did, how did you kind of get started on your path to eventually then being in the place where you could write a book? I would love to know a little bit of your story from you versus me just reading it. Mm, yeah. So my background, I'd say that I was a recovering overachiever <laughs> and um, you know, I was, probably like you, what you said, you started with professional fulfillment and then you found personal fulfillment later. And that's what happened for me was that I was really fortunate to have grown up in a family that valued education, but then that meant that I really um, escaped from whatever I couldn't deal with in my life through academics. So I went to Yale, I went to Harvard, I got all these great badges and felt really empty inside. And then I worked in VC and I got to also work with a lot of successful uh, wealthy individuals who climbed the mountain. And um, I noticed that they were all not very fulfilled either. And when I looked around me at my colleagues and my friends and people who went to my schools with me, my classmates, I was like, whoa, something's wrong because everyone around me is not very happy, even though we've all done what we were told was supposed to you know, make us happy. And from there, I realized that um, being in VC and helping people, you know, use technologies or investing technologies that help us save time and help us live longer wasn't really going to solve it because a lot of us didn't know how to be happy with the days we already had. And so I decided to leave VC without really knowing what I was going to do. Um, I left and started, you know, sitting in this quiet tea that we're talking about. And I just got this ping of like, you know, you've always gotten so much out of coaching. I've hired like 24 coaches. So I was like, I should just go get a certification and just see what happens. In that process, I found that the highs I got after every call um, was, it meant like the highs of chasing down that really exciting venture deal and getting it done, except that that really happens in the VC world. <laughs> like 99% of your time is not doing that. And so I realized like, you know what, if I'm happy every day and every moment in this new line of work, then I should really just do this full time. And then that's what led me to, yeah, doing the work that I do. So I still work with tech founders. I still work with startups. A lot of the clients are still the same as they were when I was an investor. Um, but now I'm, you know, able to serve them from a deeper place than just looking at their business model um, as a VC. And then- I love that. Yeah. I, I love the fact that Yale, Harvard, you went on this journey, right? You kind of went on a journey and you, and you learned some things about yourself but I, I think also in the observation of you talking to your colleagues and friends, you saw something was a common theme through all of it. And finding fulfillment is such a powerful thing. And for you to get still enough to, to get the ping, to get the idea, like, you know, I got this one life to live. Why don't I go follow this dream, this idea, this thing that I have? Um, so I love that. The book, Bending Reality. Tell me a synopsis of the book for the listener today, because what my encouragement is every every listener, I say, hey, go check out what Victoria Song dot me. Go learn about the book. Go buy the book. Go go give her a review. Help help Victoria get to the next level, because, you know, in reality, that's what we're trying to do every day of our life is get to the next level. And mm -hmm. so I just want to say thank you for for coming on here too. congratulations on writing a book. That That's awesome. Tell the audience a little bit about your book. Yeah, thank you. And I know that you asked me specifically, how did I get to writing it? 
a year ago, uh, right when the quarantine started, I just set the intention. I'm sure you realized the power of intention. I just said, you know what? I'm going to create my life's work during the quarantine. I turned off the news. I stopped consuming information. And I was like, that's it. I'm going to create my life's work. And then within 24 hours of saying that, uh, I received the chapters for the book. And then within the week, the book like wrote me essentially. And so it was pretty phenomenal. And, you know, I'm of the belief that these creative inspiration will find another vessel if I refuse. Um, So I really wanted to honor that creative download and just run with it. And so that's how the book came to be. And the book itself really captures uh, what I have found to be a meta framework behind things that you probably are familiar with, like meditation, peak performance, self-development world. And it's essentially written in a way so that the business leader who would never pick up a self-development book would be intrigued and want to learn what these clients who have been able to get multi-billionaire exits, grow their businesses a thousand percent during a pandemic. It's written using business cases, but it is essentially ancient wisdom. A lot of the work I'm sure you're familiar with in self-development, but through a leadership book. I love it. So where can people find the book besides your website? Yeah. So right now um, it can be pre-ordered on Amazon and also taking, um, you know, bulk orders on the site for different kind of bonuses. And so that can be found on the website and hopefully soon enough, I can tell you all the retailers that it'll be at as well once it launches. Well, you know, um, I think it was about 2005. People are like, oh, I'm going to write a book. And then it would take them, you know, several years to do it. So congratulations for taking time in the quarantine to quiet your voice so that you could actually hear your, hear your heartbeat and then realize what you needed to do because so many people just panicked and worried. And I'm not saying that there's a right or a wrong. I'm just saying that this was a time for transformation for so many people to get back to the basics. Television, you know, there wasn't anything new on TV. There weren't any new movies coming out and you did something with it and you are now leaving a legacy for others to do, which is, you know, get still enough so that you can hear what you need to do. Because I believe in all of us is our book. And, and we all have a story and we all have a way of making an impact. So I'm just really proud of you for, for taking that time. And right before the show, you're, you're saying that your, your website is constantly being you know, updated. I mean, I think that's what life is all for us, right? It's constantly mm-hmm. being updated. Absolutely. Uh, what piece of wisdom um, after finishing your book and preparing for it to come out, what was something that you would tell somebody who, who is maybe thinking about writing a book, but just hasn't taken that step? Mm. I think... The first thing, like you just said it, legacy is just, you know, goodness, if for some reason, heaven forbid something happened, like what would be the thing that I want my life to have um, done while I was here, you know, and I really believe, you know, that question of like, every day, would you spend your time differently? If you knew, you know, you only had a week left and if you can live most of your days where the answer is no. I am doing exactly what I would do if this were my only days, that's it. And I think like getting really clear on what the legacy is that you want to leave and then just start writing it and just trusting the words to come. I think a lot of us have limiting beliefs, you know, around the book writing process. A few of mine were like, but I'm not a good writer. I, you know, this is going to take such a long time. It's going to be painful. I'm going to have to ideally get a cabin where I can go offline for three months and just write. And I had so many um, ideas and concepts of what it requires to write a book. And then I was listening to uh, this 
coach named Kyle Cease. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he said writing his book was so much fun. He felt like every day he was writing notes and just so delighted by all the inspiration that was coming through. And that's what gave me a vision of a different experience of what it could feel like to write a book. And then I actually learned that there were services that could write the book for you. And even though I ended up writing my book myself, just the idea that I knew someone else could write it for me, unblocked and created flow around, yeah, what I wanted to write a book about. Yeah. I've, I've had so many people come forward over the years saying you should write a book. And I'm like, you know, I want to write a book one day. I just, maybe I'll hire somebody. And so I, it's really inspiring too, to hear you. You're like, you could have done that, but you chose to write it. And once the moment, I think you gave yourself, you know, freedom, something unlocked. Right. And you mm-hmm. just had all of that like download available. Um, how many chapters are in your book? There are 17 chapters. So it's a, it's a pretty good sized book. And, um, one question I'd love to know, because Esther is a good friend of mine. How did you guys meet? How did you get connected with Esther Kiss? Yeah, you know, I, I talked to probably over five publicity people, PR people, and he, she came very highly recommended by um, someone named Tyler, who is doing my book marketing campaign, I guess is what you call it. There's so many terminology that I'm just <laughs> learning right now. Um, and yeah, I mean, I interviewed a lot of people and I just really resonated. I felt like Esther was truly listening, you know, like she wasn't trying to convince me of anything. What I have found in this process, and this is probably just good wisdom for anyone in a field that they're unfamiliar with. I didn't know anything about book writing. And when you enter a field, you don't know anything about A lot of experts want to make you feel like it's super complicated. There's this black box. You're going to be really confused. And unless you hire me, you're going to be lost. (laughs) And that was a lot of the energy I was getting from a lot of the experts who've been doing this for 20 plus years. And when I talked to Esther, I just found that she was, yeah, just really uh, listening and not trying to sell me anything. She was just like, okay, I hear you. And this is what I can do for you. I love that contribution and connection. Esther is definitely one of those people who do that, like, you don't need anything. You've got everything you need. She's going to help you navigate the waters a little bit easier. So, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to take a quick break. We are talking today to uh, Victoria Song. She's got a brand new book, Bending Reality, available for pre-order now. You can check it out on Amazon. Also, victoriasong.me. She's on a journey. I hope you're enjoying yourself as you listen wherever you may be today. If it's on a train, a plane, sitting in your home, or just waking up to the day and wondering what it holds. Well, she wants to tell you, she is here to help you understand how you can make the impossible probable by accessing extraordinary abilities you didn't even know you have. So stick around. We'll be right back on the Be Fulfilled Podcast Show. We're going to take a quick break. And since Tony's taking one, let's take one together. Let's take a deep breath. Wherever you are, feel those ribs expand, that chest lifts towards your chin. Let's do it now. That feels good, right? That's one of over 23,000 breaths you're going to take today. You don't even think about it. You're focused on that one. That's life. That's rejuvenation. That's the moment right here. And thanks for doing that with me. We all matter. Those breaths matter. Let's remember them. And let's get back to the show. All right, we are back on the Be Fulfilled podcast show. Tony Grebmeyer along for the ride today. Special guest, Victoria Song, and uh, a new book, Bending Reality, available now for pre-order. Make sure you, you get it. Leave a review too. You know what? Like when you're trying to write a book, you have all these thoughts. Is somebody going to read it? Is it going to be good enough? Is it going to make an impact in the world? Let, let me tell you, putting what you believe down on paper and expressing your heart, there's nothing wrong in that. 
and don't let anybody tell you any different. And the good thing is about the Be Fulfilled community is they love to support the guests who come on the show. So Victoria, we're going to help make your book a huge success. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you've got some extraordinary uh, people behind the scenes helping you to get to where you want to go. But our, our community will love on you, you know, as passionate entrepreneurs. I'm sure somebody's listening right now who's like, all right, Victoria is an investor. Like, what does she look for? Like, what is something that she needs before she goes and invests in a company? Because you know what? Um, I know somebody on my show is trying to start up a, um, a company where they, they had a, a, a great recipe for chicken wings. And they're like, I want to go out there and change the world. I want to make a, a different version, a better version of chicken wings. I'm just using this. Another person's an artist. Another person's a tech startup company. I've got app developers. I've got you know, people in the vitamin world who are great marketers, but like, what do I spend my money on? So if you were to look today at any company, what's the number one thing that you're looking at from an investment standpoint, when you're looking at somebody who comes to you to say, hey, invest in me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think one of the differentiators for what I look for that might be different from other VCs is I really look for this being um, your true passion, like you get lit up, this feels like play for you. Like it, like no one needs to motivate you. You're in your zone of genius because just as kids don't need to be motivated to play, you are just playing when you're building this company. And, you know, from the VC world, a lot of investors like to look for this, um, like, oh, they've got something to prove. Like, I love that they have a chip on their shoulder. Like they're going to go the, the long game and they're a moneymaker because, um, yeah, because they got that egoic need to prove something. I have found that that is very toxic fuel that is not sustainable. And so I personally stay away from working with both coaching clients and investing in entrepreneurs where I feel like that's the motivator. Wow. I like it. So, Hey, you're listening right now. You're wondering, Hey, what's the difference? What's the secret sauce? Make the main thing, the main thing, and don't be distracted by all the distractions out there. So if you're really focused and you're like, I love it. What you said for me, everything I do is play mm -hmm. or I just don't do it. Right. Yeah. I, my wife and I just recently bought a ranch. We bought 35 acres out in the country. I don't know a thing about farming, but I'm like, I don't know, even know how to drive a tractor. And the first time I got it, I got it stuck. I'm like, but that's what I did when I was a kid, you know, like I'd play. And if you're not having fun, there's something in this journey that isn't going to get any easier. Yeah. So I told my wife and, and, and I'm going to recap it like this. I told my wife, Denver just had its fourth largest snowstorm in its history. And we got through it. Yeah. I got a tractor stuck, but we had fun. <laughs> and I think that's what I got from you is is there should be something in there where like, no matter what you face, cause you're going to have your good days and your bad days. Right. Yes. I mean, imagine setting up all those dominoes, all of those dominoes you set up and then you flick them and they all fall down. If you're not going to have fun putting them back up, you probably should go on to something else because part of it is the setup, the flick, watching it and going, Hey, I'm excited. I want to go do it again and do it again and again and again. Would you agree? Absolutely. And every startup, is hard. I don't care if you have the best idea in the world and the biggest market option, building a company is hard. And like you said, there's too much uncertainty on the road that if you can ups and downs, that if you can't have fun doing it, you're not going to make it. And you're talking to a guy who started a business 20 years ago in our garage. 
and an Inc. 5000 company the last six years in a row. So it is possible to have some fun along the journey and you got to start where you start. Um, well, what I want to do with you, because I think you're just a huge talent and I'm, I'm so honored to have you on the show today. And I hope that you've gotten a lot of good stuff. I know our audience sure has. I want to take you into the fulfillment round. It's a bunch of random questions. There's no rights, there's no wrongs. All you need to do is make up the answer if you don't know it. But the good thing for this is that somebody listening today has been following you on your journey and they just may learn something new about you today that they can't find on YouTube or on any other podcast or show in the world. So if you don't mind, all I need from you is I am ready. I am ready. And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend, no using the Google machine. No digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannicus. And I promise, Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The Fulfillment Round brought to you by ShipOffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? All right, so uh, you are not working. You are just taking it easy. I I heard before the show you've got two dogs. Mm-hmm. What would I find you doing for play if it had nothing to do with work? Because you did say you like to have fun. What it, what would that look like? Mm. So first of all, um, I love nature. Being in nature is so uh, fulfilling for me. So I love to hike. There's lots of great hiking here in LA. Love to walk on the beach. Um, I'm also huge into anything that calms my nervous system. So I'm taking hot baths all the time. And literally, like, I probably take more baths than showers. Um, So yeah, that's probably how I'm enjoying myself. All right. Uh, What type of music gets you to walk out on stage? Like what kind of song would be your theme? Like if you're going to walk on a stage or they're going to play a theme song for you. For some reason, the first thing that came to mind was that, um, what's that Eminem song that's just like super inspiring? Like one of his older ones a long time ago in that movie. The eight mile, the song yeah. where he, he gets sick, right? He, yeah. he gets sick before <laughs> exactly he goes on stage. It. Okay. Well, <laughs> I like that. Um, so we've got Baz, we've got eight mile. If you could travel anywhere in the world, there was nothing wrong right now. Where would I find you? Mm, um, I would be in Japan. Okay. Any particular area, region? Yeah, I just love Tokyo. I love the food. I love the culture. I love the shopping. I literally like put pause on my shopping and then wait to go to Japan. I love it. We took our family there in 2019 to Tokyo and my kids are just, they love shopping. And so they're like, dad, can we just go? I'm like, go. And they would just come home with bags later of clothes. And they're like, I've never seen anything like this before. And the shopping is just phenomenal. And the food is incredible. So great suggestion. Um, All right. So two more questions for you. What is the scariest thing you've overcome? Hmm. Gosh, I mean, this is probably really personal, but um, I think the thing I'm proudest of is my uh, romantic relationship journey. I mean, I think I'm I'm today married, and I think you know, just a year, a couple years ago, I thought that maybe I'd end up alone because I just mm. have really struggled uh, romantically. I've dated uh, like just a lot of different types of people. Um, and I did a lot of healing, a lot of personal work. Um, but the thing I'm probably most proud of is that I have, yeah, done the work to now have a super healthy, beautiful, like relationship where we co-create our life together. And it's just really night and day from what I used to experience. 
Well, I'm, I, I couldn't be more excited and, and that's awesome because everybody deserves to be happy. And, and I can tell just talking to you today, going through this, you've done a lot of work to get to where you're at. So thank you for sharing that. And the last question for you, when, when you think about the book, Bending Reality, by the way, everybody go grab that book, get pre-ordered today. Um, when, when you wrote that book, what was the first sentence you remember writing that kickstarted like the rest of the book? Do you remember kind of like what was like your first few words where you started? Yeah, I think I was really scared to write the book because, you know, I, we didn't talk a lot about it, but I'm teaching some really interesting principles of almost magic um, through the guise of a leadership book. And one of the first words was just like, I know that science wants data and, um, you know, ignores anything that cannot be proven scientifically today, but I can't ignore the results I see in my life, my clients' lives, uh, and the people I've studied under. And so here we go. I like it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, her name is Victoria Song. You can find more at victoriasong.me. Pre-order her book. Thanks for being on the journey today, Victoria. It's always awesome to have guests. Just are super inspiring. Part of the magic about what I believe in is I don't want to talk about what everybody else does because that's boring. What I want to talk about is the stuff that makes you you. And I hope we covered a little bit of that today. Just your belief system, some of the challenges that you've gone through, also places you love to travel in the world. So you've done a, a fabulous job being a guest. I'm glad you uh, mentioned Esther Kiss. She is just phenomenal. She's been a big part of our story. Clients and people that I've worked with uh, have come through her. So thank you for doing that. Thanks to your husband who looked like maybe he was helping you as we were getting ready for the show today. So awesome. Congrats on all the great success and to many more. Love to have you back as we get the book out rolling. Her name's Victoria Song. My name is Tony Grubmeyer. And until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever.